to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular spooky episode, we will be talking about ghouls and goblins of the caribbean kind of we're, we're gonna be talking about a show called caribbean life that's right is that the name of the show yeah so uh house hunters has about 65 different types of shows with different types of houses and on hulu we've decided to watch a show we watched three episodes of a show called caribbean life which is house hunters but people who want to live in the Caribbean slash Caribbean. Well, we decided to watch it because my mom, avid listener. Lisa, what up? Is a huge fan of this show. And, and our show as well. And our show. She's, these are <laughs> the only two things that she listens to or watches. And I think her plan, and she just hasn't told me yet, is that she's going to retire in the Caribbean. Whoa. So she's going to be one of these people. I think that's her plan. Yeah. Interesting. These people were kind of interesting. Um, oh, yeah. I, we got a lot to say about them. I, I hope. I mean, this is the, the thing is, folks, we've done a couple of House Hunters uh, adjacent. Uh, episodes of this podcast it is tough they are all sort of the same but we kind of think since this is a holiday week uh being halloween is this thursday uh why don't we uh uh, do something a little different and talk about uh somewhere where it's very much not like halloween because it's tropical as fuck yeah i think we might need to move there but before we get into that let's talk about our lives nick how are you before we get into that (laughs) if you guys could please rate this podcast five stars on the apple podcast app write a little nice review we are trying to get to 100 reviews before the end of this year folks so help us out by doing that it's very simple and we thank you for it also just follow us on all of those social media platforms i'll do them right now at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter, at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram, and email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. And if you do email us, give us some time to respond. I know. We're, they're, they're, we've, we've been getting emails lately, and it is tough for us to respond, mostly because Ashley's the only one that ever responds. To Why them. don't you respond? I don't know how to write. That's true. I, and so you, you write. You did her, just learn to read. Yep. You write her descriptions, and I. Uh, I just do all the technical aspects of it. You know me, my brain don't write. You just, I, I just, I, I want you to know if you've emailed us and I haven't responded to you that I'm very thankful to read your email and I will respond. Folks, we're in Disneyland right now. Oh, Disney World. Wow, you better check I yourself, I, I've boy. been doing that. I've been doing that all week saying Disneyland. It's easier to say Disneyland than Disney World. I think I've, I've figured that I out. I think world is a hard word. Yeah. I always had, I had an audition once where I had to say like something about the real world and like the way that those <laughs> sounds jam, real world? jam together, real world? Real, world, real, real world, real world, real world, real land is much easier. So I get it. It is the original. It is the OG. And I also watch a lot of defunct land. And I think that kind of crosses the wires a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we are coming to you live from Disney World Resorts. Not really, folks. And if you are following us on Instagram, then you are watching our stories, which I hope at this point have been mainly bike shorts. Yeah. Uh, don't look at the magical laws beyond the curtain, but we'll pull it back a bit. We are canning this episode a few days in advance. So uh, if you something. You have to tell them. Well, what if something crazy. <laughs> Easy <laughs> happens, and we're not talking about it. Oh, you that's know what I true. Mean? That's a good point. <laughs> like, that is a good point. We hopefully, gotta... it doesn't happen to us while we're in Disney World. But yeah. Um. So yes, uh, we are uh, going to. We are in Disney World right now, sort of. But really, we're like about two days away from being in Disney World. 
Um, and we are so freaking excited. I, every it. day is like the anticipation is killing me. Yes, every day leading up to it. It's so it's so nuts. Uh, in preparation for Disney World, Ashley said that I just learned how to read. I read uh, a, a a really just joyful book called Pet Cemetery in a few days. That um, bummed you out. It bummed me out. It changed my outlook on life, on death. And you read that for Disney World? No, for Halloween. I, I okay. was trying to get I, I, every Halloween season. I try to get so as much Halloweeny stuff in as possible. Spook, and I decided to take the reading route this time. So I I had uh, bought Stephen King's book of short stories, one of them at least, called uh, Night Shift. And I was uh, so taken by a lot of those early stories that I was like, I'm gonna go and check out another one of his early books that uh, I've never read any Stephen King really, and I've seen a bunch of the movies. And I was like, Oh, Pet Cemetery seems like it'll be a spook fest. Well, it really is about dealing with death and the grief that you have when your family dies. So, so, um, so don't read it. What I would you say, say if you are affected but emotionally by yeah. books in a yeah. way where an, a book would wreck you, yeah. this book would wreck you. Okay, um, I'll stay away. It's uh, you know, you get 150 pages learning to love this family. Just he he gets you going just long enough. That you forget that this is a horror book. Yeah. And then you're like about 170 pages in and you're like, oh, fuck. By the way, this is my train is here. Sorry, we have a window open again. I know you guys can hear that motorcycle that just drove by. But yes, you then about around 160, you go start stuff starts to happen a little more intense. And then uh, I'm not, you know, everybody's seen the movie. There's been 55 adaptations about it. But then it's about 200 pages. He closes the book off with 200 pages of what it's like to dig your kid up out of a cemetery. Jeez, um, Nick. And then bury him in a pet cemetery. This is a reality television podcast. I know, but it's also Halloween. That's true. Speaking of something spooky Mm -hmm. and what's happening outside of our window, we woke up this morning and your car was towed. My car was towed. <laughs> Guys, that I, is the spookiest thing you could say to me if you live in a place If like you live, I live in New York and your car is just not there in the morning, you don't expect to ever see it again. Yes, and this has happened to Ashley before, but basically we chanced it by parking There's... the car last night in a place with, like very close to a plow. You know, there was a there was a crane and a plow and there was a whole bunch of places in which they said, do not park. Do not park in these parts. The park where we park, the part where we parked, didn't say not to park. To our credit, they had um, marked off where you can't park with those big orange gates. Yes. So it looked like we could park there. Totally. And there were other cars parked there. A little further down the line, but sure. And then I got up at 8 a.m. I had this feeling, you know, my third eye is really just only tuned to car stuff. Mm-hmm. And I jumped up. I looked out the window and I was like, oh, shit, our car's not there. And none of the cars are there. And um, what did I do, babe? You were like, okay, I'm going to put my clothes on and I'm going to go downstairs and deal with it. Yeah, I jumped right on it. I went and talked to the construction workers. I was like, where's the car? And he's like, it's on the other block. Yeah. And And it was just around the block. And honestly, it's in a space in which we don't have to move it for a few days. Wow. He put it in a. It's a Tuesday, Friday spot. Oh, wow. So, you know, we get to, we get a day of reprieve. We should thank them tomorrow. Um, We parked there late last night because Nick and I went on a little suburban adventure. Folks, have you heard of Queens? Have you? 
you heard of parking lots? Yeah. I mean, really, it's the small things. And when you live in New York, it's like you don't realize how important a parking lot is until you don't ever have that option. And Nick, the sweet boy, he uh, he found some parking lots for us to use <laughs> in Queens for us to get our Disney costumes. Yep, we had to get a costume. We are going to be, as we mentioned last episode and this episode, in Disney over Halloween. And we are going to be at Mickey's Halloween parade and and you don't have to dress up but we want to you know so we don't you don't want to be in Disney and not dress up on Mm -hmm. Halloween night come on and there's going to be adult trick-or-treating what are we just going to be in shorts bike shorts by the way what, what is adult trick or treating like like lube like I, what do you get so I get oh, it, you know that's interesting i thought you just got candy but it was not frowned upon yeah. <laughs> this is what i'm hoping i mean i don't need to go into it i but don't guys, want lube at disney world no folks i'm like a day away from getting off from eating carbs and sugar and like i can't wait like i'm counting the hours down more than the idea of going to this place but we i covered that quite a bit last episode but yes we we needed some costumes and um we needed lily supplies in in new york city there's uh around this time of year all of like the vacant like uh places uh you know buildings turn into this thing called spirit halloween yeah and i think it has they donate part of the profits i don't know i donated money to them hopefully that actually goes to the children's hospital they were saying Yes, I donated a dollar as well. But I, I just searched for them, and the furthest one out was in Queens. And it, in a part of Queens in which, um, you know, it's a little, it's I, to call it the suburbs is doing it no justice to the suburbs. Like the suburb, suburbs to us. Well, where we ended up, but I mean, yes, but that first place where we go, I mean, we yeah. were in a complex, basically like a parking structure that was also a mall. Yeah, it's like and, a parking garage yeah. turned into and a mall. And we're like, hey, check it out. We're in the <laughs> suburbs. It's just like the fact that we could park, like the fact that there are parking lots attached to businesses that you can just park in. And then you can buy something and then you can take those bags and put them in your car. Lock, I mean, yeah, lock it up and go, go shopping and then again. go do something else. Dude, like, it's, what? it's a game changer. Have you guys heard of parking lots? I'm used to buying something and I'm used to looking at an item and thinking, is this too heavy for me to carry down the stairs, <laughs> get on the train, take to Brooklyn, get out and walk home with, yeah. you know, and then you're just lugging this thing around. Everybody's looking at you. You're taking up spots. All of a sudden your cat litter is beca- getting eyed by some dude because He's that's like, I where the, eat that. it's where he wants to to stand on the train <laughs> i want to stand in that litter um so we went to this uh we i mean there was a lot of stuff that wasn't you know this is the other thing you go to like malls and stuff and i'm sure i think malls this is like it is around the country there's a lot of empty storefronts in malls and, and i also feel like we're using the word mall like people who listen you might have a real mall and then you would look at what we have and you this would, is an outdoor mall and it feels deserted I would say it's an indoor strip mall. How's that? How's indoor strip. It, it did feel like a parking garage that had shops in it. Yeah, is yeah. basically what it felt like. Yeah. And we went into a, an abandoned Toys R Us. Yes, it was a Toys R Us, folks. <laughs> Wallpaper that, peeling off the walls. They turned it into a spirit Halloween, and uh, we went. And honestly, it was the least painful process I've ever had shopping for Halloween costumes. We, we we could try them on, and that is why you can't go to Manhattan because mm. we had talked about going to Manhattan to get our Halloween 
Halloween costumes. We we're gonna have to like I don't know fight people for a fitting room. We you know, were like able s- slip a guy a Finsky in order to get him to use the uh, you know the uh, changing rooms. Yeah, it's like, it's like I didn't even think that there were changing rooms in some of these places because they're not big Toys R Uses that are in you know a shopping mall. They're like put in like an abandoned like like there was like a juice bar or like a a, a makeup store or something like. Kim's turns into I don't know if you guys know Kim's which is you're talking about in the city in the city like the spaces they use those places in the city are tiny so and they pack so much in there this place was a huge place I mean it was a Toys R Us have you ever heard of it have you ever heard of it it's so much space but yeah in the city it's like a nightmare and so, Ashley, what did you end up buying? I'm going to be like a, a skeleton, a lady skeleton. You're going to be a, one of them <laughs> newfangled lady skeletons. It's a dress. It looks, it was, you know, it's got really, a hood. it has a hood. What the winning um, aspect of this dress was is that the material felt like good. All, everything else I put on was scratchy and kind of felt kind of hot and plasticky. This dress was kind of a silky, smooth, spandexy. And your dad, who saw a picture of it, called it. Classy. That's right. So it's classy, folks. And, and we are, we're not sure if he was being um, We don't know if he was sarcastic. being sarcastic. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> but he definitely did make fun of your Halloween costume, which yeah. is. He said, he said, I showed him my Halloween costume. I'm going to be an astronaut. Specifically Space Mickey. Yes. I'm going to get Mickey years when I'm down, when I'm in uh, Florida and I have an astronaut costume. And uh, I sent a picture to my dad, who's go- taking us on this trip, and he wrote, "Holy perspiration, that looks awesome!" And then sent and then sent me the uh, <laughs> the, the weather report for yeah. that day, and it was like eighty six degrees. And then he sent me a gif of like somebody cackling, laughing. Yeah, so it's like thanks, Dad, for all the support. I don't understand though. I thought that we are doing the costumes. At we night. are. We so are. It'll be much cooler. It'll be humid, and I'm ready for it. I I've lost some weight, so I'm not sweating immediately at all times. I can't believe we are once again just talking about Disney for the full up top of this episode. Folks, Well, this is, we're talking about yesterday. I will say this was only one aspect of our suburban adventure. But you're talking about getting, um, it like losing weight and stuff. I feel like that's been the best part of going to Disney for me is that I started going to the gym the past two months Mm. just because I want to look, you know, tight in those pictures, y'all. Right. I mean, I decided that that's, that was the catalyst for me to go back on a diet. You did it in June though. I did. Really, mm-hmm. I really waited to the last second, which was mid-August. Yeah, but it's working out, and, yeah. I, and when we're feeling good, and we fit in our costumes like immediately, yes. there wasn't any problems there, and I felt what good a about relief. that. My costume, it is ill-fitting, but it wasn't. If I were to get, if I were to have gotten a, a bigger one, it wouldn't have fit better. It no, would have just I been baggier in different places. I think it's cute. I can see myself not enjoying my time in this costume <laughs> that night. I, I can see that. But what what the nature of this, it's a jumpsuit. Um, I'm going to have like a pair of shorts and a T-shirt on. Yeah. And if all else fails, I will unzip that jumpsuit, throw it in the trash, and just be a guy in shorts and a T-shirt. <laughs> I will do that with I Mickey ears on. So, I think if it gets too hot, you should cut them, cut the legs off into shorts and cut the arms off into a sleeveless shirt and be sort of like a trailer trash astronaut Mickey. Well, we all know. I mean, you'll have a conniption fit if I have a sleeveless shirt on. What? We all know that. I, I, apparently, it's the craziest idea in the world if I went sleeveless somewhere. They only know that if they listen to the past episode. Always listen to past episodes. Last week. So what else did we do last night, Nick? What so was then the... we leave there. We go to this Petco. And I only want to mention that we, in fact, we go to a Petco because we usually go to a PetSmart. Right? Yeah, That's... we're big 
big PetSmart we're, people. We're a PetSmart family. Okay, Lily no, Lily only knows PetSmart. God damn it, she came from one. Yeah, I mean, that this, is this, true. That is our, our home. <laughs> I mean, we ultimately adopted her from my mom who rescued her from a PetSmart. But... Right, right. So she knows all about PetSmart. She got used to the food that they have there and all the litter. But we've been branching out a little bit with our little Lily who's been terrorizing us for food for the past month. Like, terrorizing I, us. The past two weeks have been intense. And I texted my mom. I was like, Lily is just like eat like ravenous and i think it's a temperature change and that she's trying to get ready to hibernate and my mom just said i was right oh there you go <laughs> so we go to this petco and i had not been in a petco before yeah and it was very similar except for the fact that we were in the cat area this is so weird and next to all of the litter in boxes was like a trough of litter with like scoops and funnels, like just a huge, it was like a hot tub full of litter. I think it litter. was so that you could test the litter. You thought it was so that people could fill up buckets. This is what I mean, <laughs> test the litter that much? What do you mean test the litter? They were, it wasn't there to fill up. Test, I mean, there were it's, scoops, like a, it's a feel to, to feel it. Why would a human need to feel it? So just to see if their cat would like no, it. No, that's crazier than the idea that people are refilling litter. It I makes sense it that they're like, refilling litter. You could touch it. No. You get a sensory experience. No. Be like, yes, this is similar to the litter my cat likes. No. You think it's just to refill their bucket? So what are you what are they doing? They're they're going in there, they're ripping open litter that's packaged. Yeah. And then pouring it into this hot tub yeah. and then looking at it and comparing it next to it. No, <laughs> Ashley, this is to fill up litter. And I'm sure it, it's by the pound or something. What? It has to be. That's the only logical reason. What you just said is illogical. Wow. I Now that you're laying it out like this, I'm kind of agreeing with you. I wish I had paid more attention to it. Yeah. These are, I mean, because then you go. Because they had the other sort of hot bars of like snacks Yeah. Out. There, was like buff, there was like a buffet for dogs. Yeah. And like, so I thought that that's. Snossages it was like and a, bones. A trial. You could take little testers. And for what reason? To see if you like the grain size. It makes no sense. It's not. It was only one vat of litter, so it's not like you're comparing it to anything. It wasn't broken up no. into like four different types. No, it was a messy vat of litter that literally I saw it almost vomited. <laughs> it, there should never be that much litter out with scoops in it. Okay. And not scoops to like scoop poop out. Like scoops to like scoop it up and put it in another in another crate or something. Something else. It was a wild sight to behold. And and so we leave there. Yeah. And Ashley and I are kind of sluggish. We're kind of ruggish. We're kind of boned. I started thinking I'm feeling under the weather. Mm. And then I'm like, you know, we got to we gotta get some food in us. Yeah. What do you think? Ashley's like, stop trying to get me to eat dinner with you. You're constantly trying to get me to eat meals with you. Stop. And I'm like, yes, but I love you. And you're like, it doesn't matter. Leave me alone. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, listen, you know, I, I, heard, I heard some whiffins about a little birdie. Named Neil Stasny, a good friend of ours, told me about a shopping mall that's near here that holds a California pizza kitchen. What? A California pizza kitchen. Excuse me? Now, this is a place that I've been dreaming about for a while based on the fact that they have cauliflower crust. And how do you know that? I know that because you told me. Because when I was in North Carolina for a series of shows, I went there twice. And in this, in the course of 24 hours, I ate there twice. And their cauliflower crust pizza is divine. I do feel like there's flour in it. 
I do feel like we got fucked and boned what? a little bit. I kind of do. I kind of do. I'm not going to research it, but it doesn't matter. I won't research it. And it's so close to me not eating that shit that, or, or going off. They the can't stuff. have flour in it. It's a gluten-free uh, option. I just kind of feel like there's something up. It's too you good. You think it's too good. It's too good. Yeah. And you just need to accept the fact that sometimes things in life are good and also good for you. It's too good. I feel guilty eating it. But so we go, I go, Ash, how about this? And you're like, hmm. I do like CPK. Yeah, I'm a big CPK fan, y'all. So we hop in the car. And 15 minutes later, we pull into Paradise. I couldn't believe it. It was like it was it was such an upgrade from the first shopping center. We went to another shopping center. I know you're at, at home. You're listening to this podcast. You're like, what's wrong with these people? Please understand that this is maybe like what one a once a year treat. Yes. To be in a shopping center. I mean, this feels like we have left New York. I mean, we are literally fighting on the streets for scraps of food. That's kind of how we live our life. And the fact that a- he says that and it's it is it is a metaphor but it is very close to actual yes. life. We're fighting for tables. We're fighting for dignity. For service. For room. So a 19 minute drive from our apartment. And yes, we have a car. We're blessed, okay? A 19 minute drive from our apartment is a wonderful shopping center called Atlas Shopping Mall. I was about to say shrugged. Something. <laughs> Atlas, Atlas Center I think it's Atlas, or Atlas Square. Atlas Square Mall. Yeah. And it is a strip mall. Jeez. Another one that you, it's It enclosed. also has a parking lot. It has a parking lot. Yeah, you oh, and pay. by the you way, pay to go all there, of these like parking lots you have to pay yeah, for. Yeah, and it's like five bucks. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. In this fucking place, there's a Starbucks. There's a CPK. There's a TJ Maxx. There's a Five Below. There's a Home, Home Goods. Goods. There's a Foot Locker. There's a Foot Locker. There's a Beer Garden. There's a Regal Cinema. There's a Laser Tag Game Room there's, underneath the Regal Cinema. There's a Laser Tag Game Room underneath the Regal Cinema. <laughs> we were like, we were like, what are we doing with our lives that we're not coming here, you know, once a week playing Laser Tag I and mean, then for real. eating some CPK and then going to the movies. I'll never go to another movie theater by the way that's why our movie do people now. live in new york <laughs> you know, know what i mean like you and i do we go to broadway shows never maybe once a year you no, know people we don't are like, go once a year we went we've, last year we've been dating for almost a decade and we've gone to two we've gone to two <laughs> we've gone to well that's not true we've gone to where which ones we've gone to a few we've gone to some um ones at the the playhouse in dumbo i don't know if that counts that's not broadway Okay, I'm thinking of live performances. We've no, I'm seen. talking about Broadway. We've seen Aladdin. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. We have gone to the New York Philharmonic three times. Sure. Who gives a shit about that? Are oh, we folks? doing New York wrong? Yes. No, I done did New York. We're, we're doing New York right. We've done it already. Is yeah. The thing. I mean, I how many times do I got to walk around Central Park with my eyes open? Like, I mean, Jesus, Louise. Yeah. I mean, I've done enough of the stuff. You know what I mean? I've seen, and here's the thing, I've done cool things too. I've been in speakeasies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, okay. Same. I've been in like a bar that you can smoke in with yes. like at the SNL after party at Th- five in the morning, That's, you know? Hey, what? What? Wait, what was that? You didn't have to tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, I did. You know that I went to that. Is that when you were dating Jack Black? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I mean, I've done all of the cool, cool things you could do. Okay. What else is there to do besides go to Atlas Center Mall? Atlas <laughs> yeah, Square Mall. And go to CPK. And so we go there. So first things first, we go to Five Below, 
We're trying to check because Ashley needs to find a scrunchie. Yeah, I got to pull my hair back if I'm going to go and like go in hard on some pizza. And I had never been to a Five Below and neither had Ashley. So I was like, let's check this out. I hated it. You hated it. Why? Yeah, Why? I just didn't like it. I don't like being around all that cheap shit. Like Five Below means everything in there is under $5. Five five or, or Five under. or below. It's yes. literally in the name. And it just one would say me... max. One would say max price $5. It's like I'm like walking around looking at all this stuff and I'm like, it's cheap and like, you know, it probably wasn't made under the best of circumstances. Like, do I think these the workers who made this are in a union? No. And then I start feeling guilty about mass consumption. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I didn't even buy a scrunchie because I found one in my pocket. And then we went to CPK. Well, hold on. I walked around that place. You loved it. I did like it. They Guys, they sell WWE action figures there for $5. Yeah, but who are they being made by? You know what I mean? You I mean, it seems like the same company stuff. that they make the other ones from. And I, I, I don't know if I had mentioned this, but I started to think about my old action figures when I was a child. I was a big... Uh, I liked wrestling action figures. I gave them all away. I found out that a lot of the ones that I had were worth money. I asked my mom about it. She's like, yeah, I think you gave all those away. And I'm like, damn it. And then I started to get it in my head that maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'll start a collection of wrestling action figures, you know, to be cool. <laughs> um, and I, I just mentioned it to Ashley. I go, Ashley, hey, uh, what would you think if, if I don't know, I started collecting wrestling action figures. Absolutely not. You can't do it. It is my job as your girlfriend to stop this in its tracks before it becomes something bigger. Like, yes. thank God you have me in your life to tell you, no, you cannot spend money on these wrestling action figures to stuff in our already overstuffed house. I know, but like, uh -uh. what if I made like little uh -uh. scenes? Like I had a wrestling ring and I had them nope. like acting things out. It's, it is a dream that will not see itself into fruition. Why? It's over, Nick. Let it go. We've already decided we're moving past this. We as a couple have decided you're not going to do that. Now that and now that there's a five below that has five dollar ones, it seems like it's 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 a done deal at mm -mm. this point. I'll be driving there most days nope. looking at those things. No way. I mean, you know, these you have a partner in life for a few things. Yeah, but she's asleep on the couch right now, isn't How she? Dare Lily? You. How I love dare you? How dare you? You know, you have a partner, you have someone who tells you when you have some weird body hair thing going on. Ear that hair? Need... That's not weird body hair. I, or, I mean, yes, just... I have weird body hair, but you're talking about ear hair. I'm talking about your ear hair, sure. But like if I had a hair growing out of my cheek, I'd need you to tell me, hey, babe, you got a weird hair growing out of your cheek. Well, now that you say it, uh, hey, babe, uh, you got a weird hair growing out of your cheek. These, and and, and you I have... ain't talking about it on your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You have a partner for things like that. You have a partner for someone to tell you, hey, you're bringing too many bike shorts to Disney World. You have a partner <laughs> to tell you, like, hey, I, I don't think it's a good idea you get into collecting wrestling action figures. These are the reasons why adults have partners. You balance each other out. But I tell you to not do things all the time. You just do them. Like what? You know, the you know I don't know, buying so much shit. You what buy you a lot of shit. So I've you, only bought stuff recently for Disney. Yes, but for a while you were doing a lot of online shopping and stuff like that. Four years ago? All right, but that was four years ago. But you didn't. Yeah, and I stopped. <laughs> well, not exactly. I mean, that still happens, right? What about all the makeup and stuff? Wouldn't you say that's a collection that you don't necessarily need? Not at all. I barely all buy skin makeup. Care, not makeup. I'm sorry. Skin care. You don't think so? No, not at all. I'm putting it on my body, using it. It causes effect. Are you rubbing action figures on your body? I could. 
if it would allow me to have it in the home. Do you use an action figure for three months and then throw it away or recycle the bottle because it's hopefully glass? No, I would just collect them. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then keep... where do they go? In they my... just keep piling up? Like I keep all of my bottles of skincare forever and ever and they just lay in there. You do have a lot at once. I'll say I that. I have a normal amount. Well, regardless. I mean, who knows how, how that'll end up. Maybe I'll collect them. Maybe I won't. But we won't. That's for no, another podcast. No, we decided as a couple Ash. you would not. So we go to Five Below and that was kind of a... Ashley finds like a little scrunchie in her pocket and she's like, man, we don't need this shit. Let's get the hell out of here. We leave. And then uh, we go over to CPK, and I'll tell you, we had a wonderful dinner. Wonderful First off, dinner. CPK was uh, amazing, mm. but pretty empty. We, Very empty. We got there at like six thirty-seven. It was raining. It was raining. It was, it was a, a rainy bad night. night. It was not, and it was a it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. And um, yeah, we were like one of five patron of t- one of five tables that were there. Our waiter very excited. Yes. He seemed like new or something. He was a little thrown by a couple of our orders. Yes. Specifically like, the Perrier. Yeah. Ashley ordered a, decided she, we were going to order Perrier's. And, and I know that sounds like, oh, per- it was like 250 and we wanted yeah. some seltzer. We just wanted some sparkling water. And so we ordered it and the guy was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, He's like, now, do you, you, know, want now- the, you want it with the mix? Like the alcohol mix? Because I guess they have like a specific Perrier drink. Yeah. Like, and we were like, no, no, we just want the Perrier. Like, and then he was like, okay. And he brought the Perrier in glasses and then he looked at us and he was like, uh, should, what about ice, lemon? And we were like, we don't need lemon, but we'll take some ice. And then he grabs the glasses. He'll be like, I'll be right back and ran off to get ice. He did break it to us in a way. He was like, listen, guys, uh, this Perrier, it's lemon. It's a lemon yeah. Perrier. Yeah. And we're like, great. He's like, okay, all right, cool, cool, yeah. cool. I'll be right back. He's like, do you want more lemon with the lemon <laughs> Perrier? And then the pizzas were really good. Damn, um, they were so friggin good one was better than the other i actually like them both for different reasons i think the wild mushroom was better than the shrimp scampi personally Sh- shrimp scampi was quite good the shrimp scampi was good because it had mm. caramelized onions mm. which gave it a little mm. sweetness mm. Mm. um and then what did we do well we leave there and we were gonna go ashley needed some sneakers but before we went over to that footlocker ashley was like eyes gots to get over to that Home Goods. Yeah, we popped into a Home Goods real quick. I'm amazed that uh, Home Goods is um, around and that I can go to it and then go back to my apartment in Brooklyn. Like it feels, it feels like illegal being in there with all that stuff. I find it weird that there's a Home Goods that's not attached to a Marshalls. That is, that is odd. And then you went to a Foot Locker and you bought new sneakers for Disney World. That's right. I've been in the market for some walk-in shoes, y'all. And I went in there and sure they were on sale and that had a lot to do with it, but they were also the most perfect Disney princess color scheme. They're white. Um, what, what's the, the brand model? What is it called? Those are Nike Air Max TNs. Which Nick told me are very cool. They are very cool. Okay. I have a pair myself. I had no idea. I just knew that they were comfortable and they were white. They had like this bluish green sort of accent. Um, and then the shoelace holes, they're d- alternating pastel rainbow colors. Yes, very Disney princess-like. And I think you're going to look very cool walking around all those fat people. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to bust out all my Disney gear. Um, so in big news in my life, this is completely off the uh, subject of the shopping mall. I have learned that I dance... Like a real housewife. And it's something that I'm going to just have to accept. 
Um, because Nick, he brought it to my attention. One of the housewives, what's her name? Lisa Rinna. She has been posting dancing videos on Instagram, I would say pretty frequently. It's it's becoming her shtick. It's kind of her thing. And uh, Nick, he, he sent me one. He said, this is what you dance like. And I didn't believe him. Um, because I think that I'm an incredible dancer. And I'll say this, the way that this woman was dancing was wonky. And I was like, there's no way that me and this, uh, this lady who's busting out nothing but mom moves dance the same. Yes. When I met you, uh, there was more dancing going on in our our lives. We were out more. We were out more. And, uh, this is how you you danced. Yeah. It was a lot of like, it was a lot of like, a lot of like. Right leg in, right leg out. Right le- left leg in, left leg out, and then a lot, of, and then like Lots a, of hip and movements. then like a, some hips moving uh, according to those legs. Arms slowly moving up into the air, you know, thrusting. Um, I didn't think that you were right, and so I sent this. Uh, I sent a couple videos to past guest Natasha Vainblot. And I asked her, you know, her and I had recently gone to a wedding last week where we danced all night. And I was like, is this what I look like? And then she responded with spitting image Hmm. minus the permanently pursed lips. So why did you think that she would be able to say yes or confirm or deny this? Like, did she mention to you while you guys were dancing, like, hey, you dance in in an interesting way or like you have a specific style or? No, she just watched me dance for three hours like a week ago, you know, where we were dancing, looking at each other for three hours. I mean, that's all we did at this wedding was dance together because we were just, you know, we wanted to make the most out of our night. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So I was like, she's someone that saw me in the wild Mm -hmm. recently you know and i trust her opinion you i think you kind of tend to view me as um uncool and so i what do you mean you kind of see me as uncool you don't think my style's that great you don't think my dance moves are that great i think you're you're the coolest person i know nick i do think so why are you lying on the podcast i'm not i'm not saying that you're uncool babe you think i have style no. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> you don't think I have any style at all. And in you're fact, cool in the way that you let me hang around you so much. <laughs> That's what I mean. Anytime, like you know how like like your friend's older brother is cool because he allows you to hang out in his room. You know what I mean? Like that's what you feel about. Yeah, me. that's like you. Oh, somehow. But I mean, that guy liked corn. You know what I mean? Somehow that seems sweet. Anytime you've ever complimented an outfit of mine, it's because I'm wearing something that you have bought me. Well, this is the problem. You rely too much on what I think on things. I have my style, and I like stuff. When I look at it, I go, I think I would wear something like that, or I like that stuff. It doesn't mean that The only reason I rely on it is because you have bought me multiple things in our relationship as presents. Like, you're a very good boyfriend. You're a sweetheart. And, you you know, for my birthday, you bought me a book bag. Or, like, you know, over the holidays, you bought me a pair of shoes. And whenever I wear something that you have bought me, it always gets so many compliments people are always like that's cool and i'm like yeah nick bought it and so now i just think that you must know i don't know maybe i do know i, I, have, think no, you know. I have no idea i think i know ex- i think i know what other people are wearing and think is cool and so then i kind of base my stuff off of that i think it's not you like pay a, attention yeah I pay you were attention. the first you were I one of the attention. first people who told me that maybe i should try and match 
a little bit more because I would show up somewhere in like polka dots and stripes and mm -hmm. different color shoes. And well, I you had, know. you know, I mean, I, I not to go back to bike shorts, but I did have you throw out your favorite pair of pants when we after maybe about a year or so of us kind of dating. Wow. You're bringing them up. huh? Your favorite. <laughs> you had stretchy pants that were like uh, they black were leggings. And white. You can just they say were leggings. Yeah. And, and black uh, and white stripes, black and white stripes. And listen. If anybody's going to wear them, it's you. You have the body type for it. You're a tall woman. You got great yams. Um, so it makes sense. But, like, you would wear them quite a bit. And, and honestly, I would consider those a statement piece. And if you wear a statement piece every day, then that means the statement you're making is, I'm poor. <laughs> I think that you also, <laughs> you kind of said, like, what if I wore sleeveless shirts every day? <laughs> well, no. I had, People would notice. Listen, it, it was just. I, I was wearing them too you much. You were wearing them too much. I liked and, them. And, they, and, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And yeah. I, and we did, when you moved, I think, into my apartment. Mm hmm. When I became official, when you became when we became a fish, mm -hmm. um, we had to throw out a lot of your stuff, or you wanted to throw out a lot I of your so stuff, or stuff. donate a lot yeah. of your stuff. Yeah. So you had me come over to your old apartment a couple of times and like tell you like you're like what about this? What about that? Do yeah. I keep this? Do I keep that? You helped me narrow it down clothing wise. And that was around the time in which. I think I was like, well, you're moving in with me, so I got some rules and regulations. No stinky pants. <laughs> no more leggings. You worn them every day for two yeah, years. Yeah, like there were other stuff too. Like I was like, listen, I like that hoodie. I like it a lot, but it's like got a thousand holes in it. And my mom always said like when she would do my laundry when I was in like middle school or whatever, she would say like doing your laundry is like uh, washing a pile of rags because I would get one thing and then just wear it until it was nothing. Yeah, and honestly, that's not terrible. I I like that, and honestly, I've I've had moments like that in my life, and around that time, I may have been in actually in that a little. You bit were in more. like a very serious comic book shirt phase when we started dating. So I was wearing a lot of graphic T-shirts. Yeah, and you would lot. rotate. The, you would wear them every day. You would like rotate out. I had like four, yeah. or five, and I would wear these shirts. I mean, you know, at that time, I was I was very big. And so I, I couldn't really wear, you know, I wasn't able to wear the stuff I really wanted to wear. And this kind of worked for me, even though I, I do see pictures of myself in that time and I look horrible. Honestly, folks, you want to be always look good to me. Y'all want to know the trick out there? How do you make yourself go from looking unkempt to kempt? It's pants, folks. Get yourself a pair of pants that fit. I didn't have pairs of pants that fit. They were too baggy. They were too long. They were cuffed in the wrong way. They were frayed. You need a pair of pants. If you get like a nice fitting pair of pants, and honestly, folks, unless you're like an uber like hipster who knows how to do it, like a skateboarder, like those people are wearing baggy and like wide leg pants and it's working for them because they know how to put it together. Streetwear style for any of my uh, fashion heads out there. Yeah, wear your big pants. For everybody else, get yourself a pair of skinny jeans, folks. Not doesn't have to be super skinny. Now they have a thing You're called. You're just saying wear clothes th that fit that and fit aren't you the right yes. the right waist yes, size, the right important. pant size, the right length. Yes, hundred percent. It makes everything else look better. So but your ratty T-shirt kind of looks cool because you have a good 
fitted pair of jeans so on. So you're telling me a ratty t-shirt with some old leggings is not going to work. It just it don't cut it. Now, what if they're doing cool dance moves? <laughs> well, that's well, it's interesting <laughs> we say that because looking at Lisa Rinna yeah. dancing around in her skims. Yeah. Well, lots of skim videos. What's up with that? I think she's just got skims. Is she like promoting them? Yeah, I'm sure she's one thing? of the people that are doing it. Sure. Um, she's keeping it all in. Um, keeping it all tight. Looking at her doing that. What were you going to say? Well, Finish I'm just saying like, ball. it's interesting because the, those pants, those striped pants. It reminded you. Of you dancing because those legs, those little striped legs would be like out and like moving around <laughs> in such a way that it kind of brought back memories of those pants, Aww. those leggings. Remember we date, we used to date before we were in this long-term relationship. Yeah, yeah, of course we used to date. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really got you. What do you mean you really got I'm me? I'm saying like I got you. I well, went out there. I was like, that's the one I want. And I got you. You did. I don't want to get into this. This is not the kind is it of too podcast. Sentimental? Yeah, of course. I don't need that in my life. Um, something else we need to address before mm-hmm. we get into uh, Caribbean life is the fact that we did an island episode. And we never addressed it in the episode. Folks, a few episodes ago, we talked about the first episode of Temptation Island. And we also went to Governor's Island. We had a whole day at Governor's Island. And then we watched Temptation Island and talked about it. We never made the connection. What the hell? That we It was an island episode. It was the, it was the island episode. And it's like, that we'll never get that back. No. We had to go to another island and watch a new island show. Crying out loud, folks. It's just, uh, we're dropping the ball left and right over here. Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. Um. But on that note, shall we get into Caribbean life? Oh, don't you want to talk about one other thing? What? Have we talked? Oh, I guess we already did. We already talked about the fact that uh, we, we, we still don't know who, who won that show. Oh, who my God. Okay, I don't want to talk, we, we talk about this right now because I want to watch the final. Yeah, I want to watch the finale and then talk about it. Quickly, on the... remind me what the name of the show is. Okay, guys, here's the deal. I, there did was we an talk Australian... about this in we the did. last episode? Yes, okay. we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Okay, okay. Chill. There was a show called <laughs> Instant Hotel, okay? And we reviewed it on the pod. I reviewed it because I watched all the apps. I got the winners wrong. Uh, a listener to Reality Blows wrote in and said, like, hey, just a heads up, like, that podcast you guys did like a year ago, you said the wrong couple won. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I looked up the winning couple. Never seen them in my life, okay? Looked up the winning couple. Remember nothing about them. So I asked the listener who wrote us, hey, do you remember this couple? And they were like, honestly, I don't. I don't remember the winning <laughs> couple either. And so now we have a mystery on our hands, which I am going to crack by re-watching that season of Instant Hotel. Yikes. And we're going to discuss it on the podcast. We're going to get to the bottom of this mystery. And you know what? I'll watch it with you, but then why don't you go ahead and finish it without me? Just You're because, so bitter over that. Well, you did it to me. And, and you know what? I kind of feel like this is karma, that the fact that these fake people wow. have shown up and won the show wow. out of nowhere. Wow. Folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Caribbean life or Caribbean life. Caribbean. Okay. Who knows? Hang tight. Caribbean. Fine. <laughs> Folks, we're back. Uh, we're going to talk about HGTV's Caribbean Life, which is basically House Hunters, but for the Caribbean. Yeah, the show follows families as they pack up and head to the Caribbean. In each episode, a couple search for an affordable slice of heaven as they tour homes on white sandy beaches. The real estate advisors chosen to help must find locations for growing families, couples just starting out, and families looking for a fresh start. Wow, that sounds like a lie because everyone we saw was an older couple. 
um, who was looking to retire, yeah, it we felt wa- like. We watched three episodes of this, seasons five and six. Actually, the episodes that we list- we watched were, uh, what was the first one? The first one was uh, season six, episode nine. Yeah, and this was uh, a... It was called Finding Peace on Vieques, Puerto Rico. Yeah. And we watched it because I asked my mom, like, which one should we watch? Which uh, episode should we watch? And she said, watch that one. That's where I want to live. Because so- apparently it has a lot of wild horses she's really into that now it it was cool those wild horses were very cool these places were very cool yeah uh something about this show that is a little funny is that they don't have anybody showing these people around really like there's a realtor there and and they take you to like three houses the realtor takes you to three houses and then the realtor just stays outside yes and then these people go inside and they have to do the thing that the realtor would do like a realtor would normally be like oh and look at these uh these uh you know crown molding or whatever and then instead the person's just like oh it has a stove yes yeah and it's like boy i really like this kitchen it seems wide and big that's what i was looking for right honey yeah. Whereas, yes, this does seem like it would be sufficient. It's such a fail. Like you need yeah. a real, it, especially it's the home, whatever this network, what does HGTV stand for? Home, home and, and Garden. garden. You, you need a realtor being like, this is a marble backsplash. Like I, I hate that the language is so important, mm-hmm. but when you just have like a person who's just like, and this is the, this looks like the bigger room. So this must be the master bedroom. It's hard to watch. Um, it, I mean, it was fine this the other thing is like without commercials these are 20 minute episodes you crunch through them yeah you really do and there's something there is a real nice warm blankie that a show like this is i could watch hours of it really just kind of watching cool views people kind of make decisions about their life but the the show would be brought up like like five tiers if someone who knew about houses was talking about the house when they're inside it. What if like a had like a funny host like, hey guys, I'm Wacky Jackie back with Caribbean life. Woo woo woo. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the crowd building? Yeah. Think, would it, would you like a little of no, that? No, I wouldn't like a little bit of that, but I would like some more detail on the house besides like, oh look, there uh, there's a view out this window. You know, it's just look like... out this window. <laughs> oh, that's like the view I wanted, right, honey? Yeah. yeah, you do need a little call and response. Okay, so something interesting about this first one in Vieques um, is that there was a, a mother there, and uh, uh, joining the mother was a son who was 26 years old, 24, something? and it was all about how he was going to visit. So he was looking at this with his mother because soon he would visit, probably. And they uh, live, they live in Virginia, mm-hmm. and they're moving there. Anyway, I th- I sort of dis I've I decided that they were pretending the. Uh, that this son was not going to live with this mother. Yeah. They just didn't want to make it seem like weird that this son was going to move to Puerto Rico with his mom and live in his mom's house. Clearly, clearly they were going to live together. And then once I cracked this code, it all made sense. Other things in these other shows started to make sense. Yeah. The secrets that these people were keeping. Yeah. Cause it's like a mom just being like, I'm just going to live here by myself. And then yeah. the son being like, yeah, I'm going to visit. And then she'd be like, are you going to mow this lawn? Are you going to do that? You know? And it like slowly became obvious that like, Oh, you're not visiting. You're just going to live you're here just with a your 24 mom. Year old son. Weirdo. <laughs> with so, a top bun. And so another thing that I figured, 
figured out while watching this is I don't think any of these people are living in these places. I think that they're, these are at best going to be like winter homes for them. Yeah. These, are, these aren't the youngest people in the world. These are people that could afford to spend the cold months there. And number two, I think at least in one of these episodes, I think people are looking for Airbnbs, dog. Yeah. I think they're looking for places to rent out. I do not think that they're living in these places, but that's not the game. The game on this show is, look, I'm picking my life up from an inner city in the States and I'm moving to a tropical location. Isn't that crazy, y'all? And then they dance around the real fact that it's a vacation home. Yes, and they don't ever mention vacation home because that's not as exciting as a person uprooting their life and going somewhere so different than New York City or New Jersey or wherever these people are from. So we watched three um, episodes and two of the three were older women who were retiring, who who were telling us that they were going to move there by themselves. Right. And did it add an element of loneliness? Yeah, it sure as hell did. A tad bit, a tad bit. I mean, sure, they're moving to what looks like heaven, but at the same time, it's like a mom who has adult children who doesn't seem to have a partner who's like, yeah, I just want to uh, dance the night away at the beach. Yeah. You're like, oh, mom. Yeah. Sad. It a is little a, bit, a right? little bit. It, you just you want your your parents to have you know friends and a social life, and these people were going there, and they didn't seem to speak the language or um, have roots there. So that was kind of a bummer. And then the other couple, the other one we watched was a couple who Nick created a huge backstory for. So this was uh, season five, (laughs) episode 11. New Jersey couple looks for a fixer-upper on St. John. Now, I'm fairly certain this is the couple that's just looking for an Airbnb to run out. Clearly looking for an Airbnb. Um, And I'll tell you that uh, it, it... it was a new a woman from New Jersey who looked to be maybe in her mid fifties, and then a man who looked like he was in his mid forties and from, from New Aust- Zealand. From New Zealand, yeah, yeah, and he had an accent. And he had an accent. We were like, how did this New Jersey lady, Mom, yeah. yeah, meet this? And so that that I will say that the the most fun part about this show are the views and just finding out about real estate in a different place. The second part that's so much fun about this show is creating very vivid backstories yes. for these people. So we decided that this was her second marriage. Yeah, they met on the job. She since they worked together, they had kind of met each other on their job. They had a very hot romance. Scandalous. And eventually um, they decided to leave their sig sig ofs. She got a big divorce settlement. And and uh, now they're flipping houses in St. John's. Yeah, and that um, basically, they didn't tell us that, but we're pretty we're sure. We're pretty sure. That's what's going on. Um, and it was, uh, that one was fun. We, we picked these ones. Well, f- the first episode with the people from Virginia, that was based on recommendation from Ash's mom. Yeah, because that's the place she wants to live. And then we picked the second one about New Jersey because we like New Jersey people. New Jersey people, you put them on a reality show, they're going to be fun. It's fun. These people were not that fun. I blame the guy, who the New Zealander. I blame the format. The format will not allow, you don't get to learn anything about these people at all. Yeah. Like, you really don't. You have to create elaborate. You're just watching people who don't know about houses talking about houses. And then the third episode of three that we watched was season five, episode 13. This was called New Yorker Dances Her Way into a Fresh Start in the Dominican Republic. And this was a writer from New York City. So we wanted to see what like the New Yorker people were like. This was uh, an older woman who was a writer in New York City. She also was with her youngest son there. Her youngest son was helping her pick out a place. She just wanted a condo. 
She didn't want any of the work. Yeah. She needed a place to swim. She wanted to be close to the beach and close to the amenities. And I love the place she picked. Yeah, she put, she picked a cool spot. And I also don't think her son's going to live with her. Yes, and we're like, wait a minute. Do we have another son situation here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there was a point in which the, um, the son made a joke like, good, this seems like a place I could live. And then the mom was like, uh, please, you're not living here. I just got rid of you. And I was like, hmm. Would they add that in there if this was a secret, weird mother-son relationship? Right. And then on the end of each episode, they do like a six months later thing. And on the first one with the mom and the son, they they were still there. It seems like uh, (laughs) six months of the day and he was visiting. Isn't that strange? Um, But on this one, he like FaceTimed It was a phone call. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Ashley was quite creeped out by the relationship between the New Yorkers, the mother and the son. Now, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Was I? I don't remember. You were like, I hate the little joking around jokes that oh they make. well they they established up top that they were a sarcastic family mm-hmm. and then the mom like the son was like yeah we are both fluent in sarcasm and the mom was like are we and i was like okay like they were just trying to interject um a little too much he was a goofball they were putting on a show. He was a bit of a goofball. I could tell he had some improv classes. It did in him. seem as if he had. And she also had three sons, and he was the only one that would uh, be on the show with her. So I think that he was like cameras. Yeah, sure. And he was just he was kind of. This will sh- pad my resume. He looked a little, you know, n- he didn't seem to care that he was on camera physically, but he seemed <laughs> to care personality wise. Are you calling this man an uggo? No, I'm just saying his like shirt was wrinkled and his pants yeah, he, like he, were ill fitting. Let, let's just say he needed some pants. He needed some pants that that fit him a hundred percent. And I, you know, I find the interjection of personality fun, but when you don't have a solid host to anchor it, then it feels like it runs off the rails. Absolutely. I I, I agree quite a bit. Now, Ash, uh, how do you feel about uh, Caribbean life? Would you uproot yourself from New York? I mean, we spent the first half hour of this show talking about how much we like parking lots. <laughs> so what, what, about a, what about a beachfront uh, villa? I would you do this? I think I would. So if somebody was like, hey, you can move there now, but you can't, you can't live in New York City any longer. You can just live there now. Would you do it? I can never live in New York again. You can't live in New York. That doesn't mean you can't visit, but you can't live there any longer. Would you do it? No. You wouldn't do it? Not right now. Give me 10 years. Okay. Check back in on my 40s. Okay, okay. Uh, would you do it? Um, Man, I don't know. I'd have to see the situation. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, no. I, I wouldn't say no. I'm backpedaling a little bit. They're paying for my house. No. Uh, I think the idea would be maybe what if nothing changed monetarily. Same, you'd be paying the same prices uh, there that you would be paying here. So mm. nothing would change. And well, then I'd have to stay here, though, just because I work here. Like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, NPR doesn't have uh, studios in you Port- could, What if you walk horses or something? Uh, you know, there's I not mean, that a does freelancer. Sound like, we did meet a couple that owned a bar, and they were they were. A, they looked barefoot behind the bar, and they were like, yeah, it's the best decision we ever made. Yeah, we've and- been running away from our lives for 10 years now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, welcome here. Well, you brought up a good point, which is like, at what at what time does this stop becoming a vacation and it just settle into regular life? Yeah, I, I, I you think kind of quickly. I think so. I think after like two months, you're like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just laying on the beach all day. Like, I think I start to kind of lose it on a long vacation. Like, Disney will be fun, but I bet when we're coming home, we're going to be ready to come home. Absolutely. And, folks, I think we're ready to come home. And you know what? Do you have anything else to say about Caribbean life? No, we did it. We did do it, almost. Um, 
you know, it is it is the holiday season, the Halloween season. And, you know, Ash and I here at uh, Blowhard Studios, well, we thought we'd leave you on this holiday week with, I don't know, a little bit of fun. A little surprise. A little surprise. A little present. And uh, and, and a present is, exa- is exactly what, what this is. Wouldn't you agree, Ash? I think that this is the best present. Folks, we'd like to say thank you for listening and maybe a little... Maybe a little crooning music for y'all. Yeah, enjoy the next three minutes. I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the monster mash it was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in, in the, the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to catch a jolt from my electrodes. They did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his fucking son. The scene was rockin', oh, we're diggin' the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by the bang hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. Never heard of them. They played the Monster Mash. And it was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. They played the Monster Mash. Out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the Monster Mash. It's now a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And, and my, my monster, monster mash is the hit of the land. land. For, For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you, you get, get to my, my door, tell <laughs> them Boris sent you. you. Who's Boris? Then you can monster mash. And, and, and do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can monster mash. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's Happy been a, Halloween. It's been a wonderful time. Remember, rate our podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Make follow sure us. Follow us on all social media platforms. We love Instagram. Follow us at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. We're having a good time over there. And I want to say have a very spooky Halloween. And sign up for my newsletter. It's in the <laughs> information on this podcast. Okay. Well, we tried. All right. Thank Bye. you guys so much. <laughs>